One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern, voice of the entrepreneur. If you'd like to work directly with Ray and his team to grow your business through more powerful marketing campaigns, reach out to him via his website at raysagern.com or call 512-808-5775. Yes, indeed. This is One Man Brand Radio on KLBJ. Talking about content marketing tonight here on One Man Brand Radio. Uh, if you've got any questions for us, you can always submit them to the One Man Brand 24-7 hotline, 512-808-5775. Love to hear from you there. We can take your take your questions there and include them in the show. Uh, and, of course, if you need help with your business, maybe you're looking to make 2020 the best year ever for your company. And all you need is a little bit of help telling your story or focusing that precious resource of your marketing budget. Hit us up at the Wizard of Ads group, 808 808- Five seven seven five five one two eight zero eight five seven seven five. The twenty four hour hotline for One Man Brand Radio and the Wizard of Ads Group. My producer Chad Swiatecki, a little bit of a man about town uh, for his adventures in media and publishing, uh, and he's the producer of One Man Brand Radio. And you've actually done work for my clients over the years as well, correct? Uh, and you're also uh, sort of moonlighting in the daylight with all sorts of adventures going on. But I'm curious, one of the things that, that you mentioned earlier that I thought was kind of interesting with these startup companies. Mm. So like my company, I, I don't, I've got one company that's got the startup mojo and, sure. and it's, um, you know, it's in another country. I mean, it's a Canadian company, uh, long, a long time ago in a land far, far away kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? But one of the things that you mentioned when we were talking about what we would do for content marketing for a startup is it's not just that your audience is customers right? or even the Google algorithm, but you're also a big part of what you do is putting the story out there for investors. Correct. And so, I mean, I guess if, and that, that is especially the case maybe in the, like the B2B space. Um, but I mean, if you're, Think about it if you're an investor. I, I had it explained to me once by a client of mine that if you're an investor, a portfolio investor, a professional investor, say you've got $10 million in a certain tranche that you're that you're looking to deploy into the to the market for. And I'm gonna take the long way around the barn on this, but but uh, so allow me. But if you if you've got ten million dollars that you're going to deploy, let's say you're gonna do a million dollars ten times to ten different companies, you're you're gonna you know that at least eight of those companies are going to fail. One of them is going to be about five X return successful before an exit. And the next, and that last one is probably going to be 15 to 20 X return before an exit. So that's where you're making your money on those last two. What you want to do is you want to have the eight that, that are going to fail. You want them to fail fast because you're not getting your money to them all at once. You're giving your, you're giving your million dollars to each in, in little slivers of a hundred thousand 200,000. So if they're going to fail, you want them to fail maybe early. So that first hundred thousand is all you're out. So your whole portfolio isn't shot. Uh, and so what we're trying to do with that, that level of content marketing is you're trying to inform them about opportunities to, to better invest or deploy their dollars, mm-hmm. better ways to maybe make the, the, their portfolio companies more successful or, realize that they're going to fail and make them fail faster. So interesting. It's yeah. a very, it's, 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 it's a little bit of an upside down 
Not not normal Absolutely. kind of business so, so structure. We come back to that an awful lot. One Man Brand Radio on KLBJ. We come back to that a lot with our brick and mortar, mom and pop, Main Street sort of business sure. service companies. Guy's name is on the side of the truck. That's my sweet spot. Yep. And there's a lot that um, uh, we learn from uh, our friends and fewer, but clients in the startup space. There's just a whole logic to that that uh, sometimes to mom and pop appears to be illogical Mm -hmm. yeah you're exactly right you're exactly right uh i mean the way that business is done and the people who are involved in business have of i mean not a backward or upside down but just a completely different way that things are viewed traditionally because business is such a weird yeah and and not maybe non-intuitive uh kind of system before we get back to content marketing yes so so a dear friend of mine not going to mention her name but she's on her third different employer in the startup space sure. in Austin this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, in the so, so that means she's left two other adventures and is about to start the third in a calendar year. Yep. Okay. And and, and so as a person who craves stability, yeah. I look at that going, that's just crazy. But there are people that just really enjoy the adrenaline and the energy that goes with that whole space, right? So, yeah. I And I, you know, I'm something of a professional pirate freelancer these days that's what i refer to myself but i do occasionally take interviews with companies that from recruiters that that you know look at find me on linkedin and want to know a little bit more about me for a potential role and and if it's a startup company or a young company the first question i ask is um what what round of funding are they on and are they profitable because if if it's a if it's a prof if it's a not profitable company if they're still growing to get to like a you know full market validation then okay, if they run out of money, what's the first department that gets cut? <laughs> marketing, the fr- so, yeah, yeah, the freelance market yeah, for ex- sure. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, th- these were for full time roles, but oh, I mean, yeah. but yeah, they're still going to get you know the first one kicked out the door. And so my question is is uh, are they are they are they profitable or do they have a bunch of funding on the way that's going to last them for a while? So Let, again, let's talk about that for a second, please. So uh, let's compare notes. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Here's the thing. When choosing clients, that's a great way. It gives you the power. It flips it. And if you believe it, if sure. you're not bluffing, okay, yeah, there's power in saying not everybody's going to be a good fit with me. Right. And, and and you really know that you're not bluffing when you can point to the cage of dead rats. of exp- Every experiment's either live rats or dead rats, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And show me the ones where, hey, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Where you walked away from the money, you know? Mm-hmm. Aside from money, yeah, because you mentioned that as the criteria. Do you have the funding to for this to be sustainable and right. are you profitable? And what round of funding are you on? What are the other things that you look for in a good client relationship that tells you this is uh, based on whatever criteria you have? Mm. H- how do you make those decisions? That there, there are so many, and I, you know, it's and it's funny. I'm on a bunch of Facebook groups for freelancers and half of those posts are about all of us complaining about, about bad clients. So let's and just, so, let's just riff a little bit. So I'll, I'll, sh- I'll go first. I'll share you. Please. One of my key criteria is long time horizon, long worldview. Mm-hmm. So the, the, uh, I won't take on a client if in the course of, um, you, you know, the way that we do it is they hire us for a day, me and my team, we mm-hmm. spend a, a, a day together and we figure out, we give them as, as, as much as we can in that day. And then at the end of the day, it's a mutual decision of whether there's anything else to be done. Right? right, right. But in the course of that day, I'm looking for opportunities for the potential client to reveal themselves as having a very short-term, twitchy worldview. 
that it's got to happen right now. Mm-hmm. And what's the ROI on the marketing this month versus next month? I don't do well in those. I like long time horizon building. I mean, that's building huge brands. That's what, what we, branding's all about. That's yeah, what we do. We sure. so the guys that need all that twitchy hour to hour A B testing immediate gratification, not my thing. There's a lot of money to be made in that in marketing, but not my jam. So I'm looking for potential disqualifiers. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, on my end of things, I guess one thing that, that I guess any freelancers who's been around for a while, who's got a good portfolio of work, you're not going to do a, an unpaid test. You're not going to do an unpaid test. Oh, right. No spec. <laughs> exactly. And what was that movie? <laughs> uh, 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 tape heads. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I missed that one, but okay. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, but you're going to do this one on spec. <laughs> and so, I mean, no, I don't do, I mean, if, if you want me to do a tryout, it's going to be a, a paid tryout and there's no ifs, ands, or buts on that because my time is valuable. You're paying for it. So that is, that is first and foremost. Um, I guess, um, I guess clients who m- maybe don't have a great idea of what they're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. but they're kind of like, they know, they know they need content, but that's as far as their thinking has gotten on it. And, you know, they might have just an unsophisticated idea of what's what they can expect or what they what they can achieve and what I can possibly do for them. Because if we go in with unclear expectations, then no one's going to be happy at all mm-hmm. uh, by, by the end of the engagement, however long or short that's going to be. And I can't change their mind. So, I mean, that's a big one. One man brand radio on KLBJ. Show is brought to you by Hoover's Cooking down on Mainer Road and also Salt, Light and Electric online at bettercallsalt.com. Content marketing, it's something that the big startups do. It's the big Fortune 500 companies do, but it's also something that mom and pop can do. Mm. What's uh, Give me a pointer or two in the minute that we have left sure. for smaller mom and pop owner-operated companies. What can they do in this realm to advance their cause? Put yourself in your customer's shoes. What are the problems that they're going to look to, that they're going to need solved? What are the things that are going to capture their attention about you? And it's you know it's kind of the old in the tech world. It's it's benefits, not features. You know, I mean, t- just give people uh, the information about you that's gonna. Yeah, they don't want nails; they want the hole in the wall. Exactly. <laughs> the thing, or they want the shelf on the wall that. The, yeah, yeah, that so, um, I guess just give them the information in a easily consumable way that is going to make clear the difference that you're making for them and the difference that they need made. I mean, so like I say, understand as much as you can, understand your customer personas, um, who your customers are and what their needs are so that you can speak to those needs uh, in the most effective way possible. This is One Man Brand Radio on KLBJ, running up against a break, running up against the news, so we will tap out, sit tight. More One Man Brand Radio coming up just on the other side. Chad, thanks for sharing your insights on content marketing. And we'll be back after the news when One Man Brand Radio continues next here on News Radio KLBJ. KLBJ.